Hallelujah. This is Grace Life Komi Podcast coming to you under the umbrella of Chimde Honor Ministry International. You are welcome to this episode. May you be blessed as you listen. God bless you. Praise God. This is the Family, the Home series coming to you by Funke Oahuna. And uh, joining me in this episode will be Chimdi Oahuna. Praise God. Uh, just as a summary, uh, the Family, the Home series is a series that um, helps us as believers to explore the scriptures, to understand God's divine plan and um, intent for us as singles and as um, married couples, you know, in the fold, praise God, and um, helping us to establish a, a godly home as believers, because uh, in the end, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 15, that to whom every family in heaven and on earth receive his character. So God is interested in every one of us and uh, the family that is being created through us, praise God. So here... Uh, in this series, we are all going to be, you know, understanding divine design, divine plan, and divine purpose for us as individuals and as for our family. And I pray that um, that will be your experience all through this episode uh, series in Jesus' name. God bless you. you Abba Father we exalt and extol you Jesus we glorify and magnify you we say hallow be your name thank you for another time in your presence thank you for another privilege to share fellowship together and join the revelation of the world we bless you Lord in Jesus name Amen. all we are to teach us today yes, Lord. Lord, understanding that we may 
Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, and King, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Yesterday God. we began on um, uh, the topic, redeeming the time, and um, by the help of the Holy Ghost, we were able to focus on uh, you know, the scripture in Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 14 to verse 17. Although we'll continue um, doing that today, amen. And uh, we're, going, we're able to get a good, um, you know, start on the importance of having the light of God on a daily basis as a family, as, as individuals, you know, and um, whatsoever it is that is a, a reason for confusion or, you know, a challenge in the family, we advise to bring it under the, the light of, of the word of God and... Um, before we know it, we see the, the darkness roll away. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, today we are going to continue. Again, the verses are Ephesians chapter 5, um, from verse 14 to 17. Let me read again. It says, Wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, the Christ shall give thee light. Verse 15. See then that he walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. 16. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, today we are going to continue on the aspect of the need for us to have uh, wisdom. You know, uh, we must understand that uh, one of the characteristics of the godly family is that it, uh, it has, uh, it operates, you know, with the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. And living godly, you know, requires uh, being wise. Uh, it's almost impossible to live godly without wisdom. No, it's impossible. Because Jesus Christ is the wisdom and the power of God. So it's impossible to be godly without the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. When we are talking about uh, the wisdom of God, you know, it, it talks about uh, what makes us uh, sensible, intelligent, and discerning. As um, believers and um, even as a family, praise God. So we must be uh, for us to be called uh, a godly home. You know, in the in the wisdom area, it means that we have to be uh, a sensible family. We have to be uh, an intelligent family and a discerning family, praise God. So foolishness is not meant to be known with us, praise God. And being wise depicts that the family or the spouses, you know. Uh, uses only the best form of, you know, planning, uh, even to execution. You, the, when you allow the Lord lead you, you can never be wrong. Yeah. You know, when the Lord is the one uh, guiding your path and, and and telling you where to turn to, you can't get it wrong. No. You never get it wrong. No. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where in the eyes of men, sometimes it looks like you are going backwards, but actually that is how God wants to take you. You know. To the to the right destination he has in store for you. So one of the things that must characterize our homes as as Christians, as believers in Christ, is wisdom. Praise God. We must be people of um, wisdom. It should be exemplified in our in our planning processes and even in every of our execution. Amen. Also, there's another thing we need to understand that our choices and desires reveal how wise we are. Yeah. You know. As, as a man or you know as a, as a family our choices our desires will, will tell if we are actually wise I mean as a Christian family making the choice to go uh, sightseeing on a Sunday instead of going together for family worship uh, it depicts how wise you are as a family yeah. you know when you choose something else 
as priority other than God, it depicts, you know, one does not need to go too far to know how I is for as a family. Somebody must be able to say, we need to give God peace. God, God, God remains our priority. But when you begin to have other priorities and uh, your relationship with God now becomes shaky, uh, it's when it's convenient, it's when it's, you know, when everyone is okay, when everyone feels happy, you know. Now we have many conditions why people want to appear in God's presence. Praise God. Yeah. All these things debate and reveal how wise we are or how foolish we are. Praise God. So our choices and desires are, are important yardsticks, you know, that reveal this. Uh, therefore, it is uh, the daily light of uh, Christ that helps us to walk circumspectly, like we mentioned yesterday, and be wise. Yeah. So you can't be circumspect and not be wise. No, they both work together. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. To be circumspect, like we, we looked at it yesterday, is to be, you know, is to uh, consider, you know, the word of God uh, with such um, urgency that makes you, you know, conduct your life, regulate your life exactly, accurately, and diligently. Praise God. So you are careful about all of your actions. Praise God. Yeah, to, 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 like we said last, yesterday, um, to be circumspect in our daily lives uh, as a godly family helps us to, you know, deliberately also avoid people and relationships that tolerate and enable evil. Praise God. So it's impossible for us to walk circumspectly without wisdom. Praise God. So wisdom works hand in hand with uh, being circumspect. Praise God. So these were the the two areas that the first family handled with lightness and um, with frivolity. And that is why they, they lost it. Wisdom is, is very important. It's very important and we must work together with our being and circumspect. So I don't know if you have anything to add at this point. In addition, the word circumspect uh, is from the Greek word Akribos. It means exactly, accurately, diligently. Um, one of the things we need to understand as the family built on God's word and the light of Christ is that the family built in the light of Christ, in the light of Christ works with precision. Mm. Precision. Not try and try and error, but precision. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of precision. Mm. He doesn't give us try and error approach. Uh, I know some people say, but you see, in life, we have to keep trying till we get it right. Yeah, that is from the physical aspect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you walk by the Spirit, you don't walk by try and error. You walk by precision. In every step you take, you walk by precision. You are not walking and trying some, you know, one or two to see if it is right. And you know, one of the one of the things that makes for try and error is our inability to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's what makes for try and error. I always say this story. Can I take it the blessed memory? Tell the story of a particular businessman, an American, a Christian, who was worth two million dollars then, and he said, you know, two million dollars then is worth billions for billions now. And he said, throughout the man's lifetime and uh, his business uh, life. He never lost the penny one day. I said, what was the secret? Whenever a proposal comes in, he just goes and shuts out with the Holy Spirit. 
stays with the Lord. Sometimes it may be in a fast, sometimes it may not be in a fast, but he just stays fellowshipping, studying the word of God, praying, just waiting for the signal of the Holy Spirit. And whatever signal the Holy Spirit gives, he goes with it and never make any loss of any kind. It's possible to live a life without losses. Yeah, very, very possible to live a life without losses. And a life without losses is a life led by the Spirit. Totally led by the Spirit. Yeah. In decision making, in um, execution. Uh, execution and everything about you know um, decision and um, decisions we make and executing our families if we are led by the Holy Spirit we work circumspectly we work with precision we work with the exact information you know the beautiful thing about it is that the Holy Spirit can give us the exact information we need yeah. that's the truth he can give us he gives us he gives us accurate information we need yeah he does this but it's left for us to be still to be still to be still be quiet within and communicate with him. And another thing also is, some of the times you may not, you know, like that man, shut out for three days, but just keep reiterating it to the Lord. Keep saying to the Lord. You know, the more you say, Lord, I need your direction in this matter. Lord, I will not take any step. Lord, I will wait on you. Lord, I will wait for you. You know, we absolutely um, even situations we say, don't wait for God. No, but there are times you have to wait for God. Are you know what I'm saying? Yes. Lord, I'll wait on you. Lord, I'll wait for you. Lord, I won't take any step without your leading. Holy Spirit, you have to lead me as well. When you keep making such confessions, you know what you're doing? You're aligning your mind to the leading of the Spirit that is being given to your spirit now. And so, once you continuously make such confessions, in no time before you know, there will just be a pop-up in your mind. And you'll just see the right way to go. And when you take that way, you'll be accurate, you'll be precise. As missionaries in this mission field, we are taking decisions that after we finish taking decisions, we just determine that wow. So God just actually led us and saved us. Mm-hmm. Also, people are like, well, how did they get information to take some kind of decision? Remember when somebody told me he had been in this nation for well, about 20 years. And he told me, he said, ah, Pastor, you know these people more than me. Then I had not even, I had not even stayed up to five years. He said, Pastor, you know these people more than, more than me. But they have been here for about 20 years, you know. But why could such a thing happen? It's simply by the precision, by the exactness and the accuracy of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Circumspection as families, as individuals, even in relationships, you know, some of the times you might be in a wrong relationship. Yeah. And if you're not circumspect, you will not know. Some of the people are patched and patched and patched in relationship that is meant to be patched, they are meant to have parted with. Mm. They patch it instead of parting with. Mm. And at the end of the day, you then end up tearing them apart. Yeah. yeah. So that, that circumspection is very important. The man of God gave his testimony of how you know one day he was a, he to teach, teaching into teaching in relationship and into a relationship teachings. And he said one day he finished preaching one day to his church. And the brother came and met him. Brother met him and said, Pastor, I have a message today. <laughs> <laughs> It was any idea, no direction. The message was scattered. For somebody to come and tell you that kind of thing, it means that they know that mm, this man of God, there's something seriously wrong. This is not a normal way of preaching at all. He said, and the brother told him, say, yes, I understand what's happening. I'm going to deal with the matter. <laughs> and, you know, the Lord had told him to actually part ways with the um, lady he was with, but he was fighting it. He said, when the person told him that, he knew that could, <laughs> that was the issue. And he went straight up. And he actually parted you, and that was when he could find his coordination and his peace to go on. You see, if you look at it in our families, don't say that we are not coordinated. Don't say that we don't have, you know, the peace that passes all understanding, not the peace that we make up for ourselves. Yeah. You know, then we talk, as we talked about the peace that 
um, brings the vision. That brings the vision. Not that peace. Not about the peace that Jesus said I give to you. That not the one that the world gives. Mm. That's the peace we're talking about here. That passes all of understanding. When that peace is lacking in our family, when our family is not experiencing the coordination of God's love, because God's love coordinates the family. Mm. You see, when the love of God is in the family, we don't struggle to do things. Yeah. It just flows. You see, I hate to struggle in my life. I hate to struggle. When I say that I start struggling, it's a symptom of the cause. From the sweat of your face will you eat. Mm. That speaks of struggle. Once I say that I'm, I'm beginning to struggle in any area, I begin to ask the Lord for peace, clarity. With lo- the love of God, causes us to causes us to enjoy sweatless accomplishments mm. in the relationship between the husband and wife between the fa- uh, parents and children it's also the sweet flow if that sweet flow is not there then it means that circumspection is lacking because we are not getting some information accurately mm. we are not getting some details exactly the way they are meant to be and then we have to be we have to ask a lot for this virtue and another thing there is diligent why do you want to listen? Because it's one thing for God to give you the, the Holy Spirit to give you the information, the accurate information, the exact information. It's another thing for you to to, to uh, apply it. That's where diligence comes in. Bible says in Proverbs 22 verse 19, "Say that we man diligent in his business, for he shall stand before kings; he shall not stand before what." Amen. You see, so for as families, for us to be. So for, for us to stand tall in our families, for us to stand tall in, 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 in our relationships, we have to be diligent with the information and instruction that the Lord gives to us. Mm. Don't take them laxity. Mm. Free them when you have to free them. Mm. Practice them when you have to practice them. Yeah. You know, work them out when you have to work them. Mm. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In 2 Timothy 2, it says, study to show thyself approved unto God. So work out the world. Work out the instructions. Work them out. Be diligent with them. You know, some of us we just go to we, 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 we go to this people, this people that you see, no this because they after telling me, Alright, thank you for the information. And that's all. So you see, if that's all you do to the Holy Spirit, you get to the point where you ask him, you tell him, last one I asked, I told you, what did you do with it? What do you do with it? Because every information that the Holy Ghost gives to us, He wants us to be diligent with them. Be diligent with them. Work it out. Diligently. Make sure that you are not taking the information of the Holy Spirit lightly. Mm. This is this is one of the areas, a critical area that Adam and Eve lost it. Yeah. So we have to t- we have to be you know, serious about um, this aspect of diligence. Yeah very very important because you know in the times we live in today people can be diligent with their secular business mm. their secular work mm. but they cannot be diligent with god's instructions instruction and you see it's instructions of god that will actually give value to your secular work mm. that will give value to your secular business so we have to be diligent diligent with the instructions that the holy spirit gives us the holy spirit is instructing 24 7. it's instructing if your spirit is open you'll be hearing you know, when your spirit is open, you keep hearing instructions. And the commandments of God are not grievous. The Holy Ghost is not instructing you to, to torture you or to uh, uh, make you frustrated. No, it's instructing you to guide you. So we have to be diligent in practicing the instructions, the exact and the accurate instructions of the God. The Holy Spirit is talking about exact. We hit the bullseye. 
they are accurate, they give the reason. When the Lord tells you something about your spouse, diligent about it. The Lord tells you something about your children, diligent about it. Don't take it for granted. When you are in a relationship and the Lord tells you something about it, be diligent about it. So that it's for our own good. In the end, yes. At the end of the day. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, I mean, uh, what more can we say? Praise God. Alright, so also this uh, makes us understand that when we lack uh, being circumspect and um, wisdom, uh, it's tantamount to not being able to redeem the time. So we are yeah. coming to the aspect of redeeming the time. Uh, the Greek word for redeeming uh, is the word exarozo. Okay, it means to buy up, that is to make wise. Uh, and sacred use of every opportunity for doing good, so that zeal and uh, well-being are, as it were, the purchase uh, money by which we make the time, you know, our own. So, in a nutshell, what it's trying to say is uh, uh, redeeming the time as a family means that uh, we are making wise use, you know, of every opportunity that God gives to us. We just talked about instruction. We're making good use of the instruction that God, you know, um, issues to us as a family, I would consider it as a sacred, um, you know, information that we have to handle diligently, yeah. okay, because all these are the the kind, the, the, the form of money, you know, we have as godly families, as uh, godly people to do what, redeem the time. As we continue, we understand why we have to even redeem the time. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. So this this uh, buying power we have we, is something that demands that we be diligent. Yeah. You know, with all of uh, God's instruction, uh, because it also expresses or reveals, you know, our level of uh, wiseness yeah. as believers. You want to add anything to that? All right. You see, the the the, the, the like um, you talked about the Greek word. Um, of redeem. The first word there, uh, it talks about um, to redeem by paying a price to recover from the power of another, to ransom, to buy it. Basically, this means that further it talks about metaphorically of Christ freeing the elect from the dominion of the Mosaic law at the price of his vicarious death. Now, um, we, we understand what the death of Christ meant. He freed us from the law of sin and death, he freed us from um, the cause of the law. All right. So, basically, as it were, um, we redeem when something that basically belongs to you can be taken over by someone. Yeah. Because we belong to God, we are of God. But Adam, Adam made us, you know, he sold of his, he committed treason, he sold us off to the devil yeah. <laughs> for, for the fruits, for his own selfish reasons. And the actual part is that whenever we exalt our selfish reasons against, our selfish um, desires against the instructions of God, we sell out. Mm. We commit treason. It's as simple as that, you know. So Adam sold us up, and Jesus had to come find us up. Now, somehow in life, some of us, some of the times, we might have sold off our time to the devil. Some of the times we might have sold off our time to things that were not necessary. Apostle Paul said, "All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient." You know, we must have sold off our time to things that were not expedient. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. For example, staying on the social media when you're meant to be praying. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. And um, gisting when you're meant to be studying. Mm. 
We're not saying there's no time for that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but but the time, there's time for everything. Exactly. The Bible says there's time for everything. Look at the of Acclaimers and there's time for everything. The time that is meant to be used for work, when it is allocated to play, play that time has been lost. Mm. It has been lost. Another word for the redeem here means to rescue from loss. To rescue from loss. Mm. And time is it the greatest loss that can happen to a man on earth is a loss of time. Yeah. And you get what I'm saying? It's a loss of time. And even God cannot restore time. He only restores years. <laughs> Which is an aggregate of time. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So what do I what does it mean by that? When you lose time, God will not restore time, but he, he restores years. In other words, maybe what you're supposed to achieve, what you're supposed to achieve, sorry, he now brings it back to you. But that time, as it were, he can't bring it back to you. Because time is already a law in place. So, when we allocate what is meant to be used rightly to the wrong use, we have lost it. And more often than not, if you look at the families today, we are, we are meant to be on a redemption rampage because look at society what is why society the way society is it's families we were told charity begins at home it has not changed it will not change the the challenges you see even in the schools is as a lot of families that fail to train their children well and also the, some of the um, 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 teachers and staff that are having challenges also the opinion that not so it begins with the family so we are actually on a mission to redeem a mission to redeem whether it is time that has been lost it is a um, um, relationship that has been lost it is fellowship with the Lord that has been lost whatever has been lost we are actually on a mission of redemption every family because if you feel that oh I've got it all right with myself. Do you know the family your children are married get married into? Exactly. Do you know? Some of the times when we even, you know, it looks like you are giving due diligence to the instructions of God and like, oh, what is it? Why am I breaking my head for all this? After all, my children are doing it. Do you know who your, the family your children are married to? You're even going too far. The family of your children will start making friends with you. Exactly. You know? Do you know? You, you have at most, let me say, now, nowadays you just have at most 15, 16 years for them to stay at home with you. Mm. Those don't want to take them to dormitory. Mm. Uh-huh. But after then, they enter into university. Is it between them and the Lord? Yeah. You don't know they are going to end their interactions there. So that is why you have to redeem the time with them as much as you can. So that when they go out, Bible says, train up a child the way she grew. So when it's school, you know the path. So that when they go out, they will stay on the path that you are giving to them because of the time you 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 you, you, you kept redeeming. So when we are redeeming, we're not talking about redeeming time. We're talking about redeeming the future. Yeah. Buy it, buy it, mm. buy it. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, buy wisdom and sell it. Yeah. Sell it. Buy the future, you know. And then if there are any losses. Some of us, maybe we were not born again when we got married. Now we have been married for three years and we got born again. There are three years to redeem. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. Buy it back. Buy back that time that the devil that you, you, you sold to the devil due to sin, due to um, unbelief. Buy it back. That's where you should now be more zealous for the Lord. Invest more time in prayers. Invest more time in studying the word of God. Buy back time. Yeah. 
you don't have the time to waste that's why you have to buy it yeah. i remember i was talking um, with um my pastor once and i told him i said if you start fasting as a child when you grow older you will not have to start doing marathon drive fasting you know what he said he echoed fast but he, he, he answered speakly back at me he said it's true he he, he said it's true and why was i saying that i by the grace of god i was born into a christian family i was there learning how to fast from childhood in fact from primary school that's why i learned how to fast you get it and so it built into even on camp even in secondary school when i was on my own in secondary school i was fasting in university i was fasting on my own we learned how to give offerings we learned how to give time from <laughs> from childhood, you know what I'm saying? You know, I remember then my mother said, you know, when, when I'm going to school and I'm going to the boarding house, my mother will carry my own pocket money and give to me. This is your pocket money. Then she then used to, used to have one naira coins. Remember, she pack one naira coins inside um, in nylon. In plenty of them, say this one is your offering. So she separated pocket money from offering money. So I was always having offering. And you know that's that's why you don't have uh, you don't need to you don't need to be cajoled or uh, to receive a special uh, giving teaching no. for you to know that there is something for the Lord there is something for you simple and you, you you don't break the boundary of eating the Lord at all in place of your own at all. That's how many people fight tight. They fight off you. I don't understand what they are doing. No, you won't understand because it be, you it began you began the journey from childhood. They began, in fact, they are, they, are, they are still trying to begin as adults. Because for me, I was trained to understand that there's something that belongs to the Lord. Exactly. And so even for me, even the 10% I give to the Lord, for me, it's not even enough. If I could give more, I would give more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, there's, a, there's also the aspect of when the parents uh, make you do it, uh, while they are doing the ask God in the also. You know, yeah, yeah. so as a child, you grow up thinking, so that is not, that their mommy are not comfortable doing this. Yeah. Yet they are just doing, they are unhappy doing it. So why yeah. should we do it? Yeah, yeah. You know, then you have an adult that 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 grows up saying, yes, I give that, but I don't even know what that does to me. You know, he lacks the understanding. He yeah. lacks, you know, even if the parents actually had testimonies, but because they don't share it as a family, yeah. you know, of how God opened us because of. Uh, so financial steps they yeah, took as a family, yeah. you understand? Yeah. Then the children will not be able to understand why do we have to be given to God? Exactly. This, 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 um, you know, sharing of light is very important in the family. It is very important. It family. helps the kids grow up um, in the way of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Because growing in the way of the Lord is far more than reciting memory verse. Yeah. It's far more than just teaching over their heads. Yeah. Because they are all kids of different age. Exactly. And their assimilation will be different. Will be different. So if you think that sitting five of them together and teaching them the way you think is best as memory, it doesn't mean that they will get, they will all get it at the same level. Mm-hmm. You understand? But the more you do it, the more you bring you bring testimonies, the more you bring practical application. Yeah. Everybody can flow. Everybody yeah. can understand what yeah. you're trying to say. Yeah. So we, 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 we just have to, some of us have lost some time, mm. we have to buy it back, yeah. you know, because actually the time belongs to you, it's not the devil, mm. it doesn't belong to the devil. So if, as Jesus is the redeemer, we are also redeemers. Yeah. 
we must then. we must keep redeeming. Mm. Um, maybe you the Bible says do not let the sun go down in your anger. Mm. Imagine you allowing the sun go down in your anger. That means for the how many hours you were angry, you lost those time. Mm. You have to go and redeem that time. Mm. Why are we saying this? You are not being legalistic. Why are you talking from the understanding of we don't even have the time to waste? So, Why should we now sell it to the devil? Mm. It's when you have something in excess that I can even give. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now we are giving, we are selling to the devil what we don't have in excess. Mm. If we had it in excess, yeah, we can sell to him. We can dash him some. I won't even dash him any. But now we don't have it, so we must as much as possible. Redeem, Redeem. buy it back for ourselves. Mm. As um, parents who you, 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 you didn't get born again early, your children, your children grew to their teenage age before you got born again. Mm. Now you have to engage in redemptive acts for them. Exactly. You have to engage in redemptive acts. Say, what's the redemptive act? Pray for them. Engage more in prayers for them. With the word of God, then call them together and decipher the word of God, the level of light you have at time, the opening it. And you can also source, source for, you know, um, Christian groups that, exactly. that, you know, best fit their age. Exactly. You know, where they can actually interact and grow in the knowledge of the word of God. Not just, you know, some people, uh, the feel is they going to church. Yes, going to church is, is very important. People like us, that's where it all began. But then, it is very important for us to know that some um, church activities are not going to, you know, get the best results for such teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So you need, um, you know, like you have the SUs, you have the fake cars, yeah. you know, you, you you need to source for, you know, uh, Christian groups fit for their age. Yeah. And encourage them to be part, part of, of it. it. You know, encourage, encourage them to be part of it. You see, um, if you look at some of you know, I, I remember um, some of the ministers that are doing standing very well mm-hmm. in Turkey. Many of them had this SU background, mm-hmm. you know. And is it that you're seeing the SU background or the FECA background, or any of those teenage, those are teenage groups that were outside the church mm-hmm. setting? Because you see, when teenagers interact, they can flow, they can understand themselves. And you see, then except there's a, there's a problem with there's a problem spiritual problem and psychological problem with the child and you have to now pray after the it. When teenagers interact themselves, they challenge themselves. Yeah. The the study life that God gave to me, the teaching grace was activated simply by a challenge. I was I, I was I started preaching before then, you know, but it was fully activated by just a challenge, attending FECA. So teenagers like me. Bringing revelation from those, I'm like, are these people not my age group? And I got challenged. I went back home. I said, I studied my Bible. I said, this Bible that they're getting. I didn't have strong comfort as any. There was no Hebrew and Greek, but I just was digging deep. And I was like, what's explained everything? So we encourage you to, there are groups, SU, FECA, there are many groups where these are not interdenominational groups. Exactly. We, are, we advise interdenominational. Because when it becomes denominational, there's a little limitation to it. You understand what I'm saying? When interdenominational, people of different denominations come together. And it, actually, that's what the Glorious Mega Church is all about. Where we all, from our own different points of view and denominations, can come together 
and rub minds together and still love ourselves and attain the unity of faith. That's why we, it's wise for children, for teenagers who attend interdenominational Christian groups, SU, FECA, they are there, attend them. So that you can help also redeem the time that some of them might have lost. Because the days are evil, very evil. We don't have the time. So we even should try to redeem time ahead of time. Yes. In fact, you should even be redeeming, the, God permits to redeem the time of your fourth generation. Amen. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So knowing that uh, redeeming the time, you know, we don't have uh, forever uh, to live, you know. Uh, God's plan and purpose and character is important for us to, you know, um, go, f- go all out for it. Yeah. As, as, as spouses, as a family. It is vital we make the very most of our time on earth. It is very, it is very vital. It's one of the things I believe, you know, we'll be judged uh, for. We'll you know? be judged for our time. Yeah. What we use that time for what to be a judgment. Our, yeah. yeah. So, uh, recognizing and taking advantage of every opportunity that God gives us as a family, as individuals, and, uh, you know, using it with um, wisdom and diligence in fulfilling God's purpose and manifesting His character, because the days we live in, which which is uh, generally called the end time, mm-hmm. uh, is, is filled with evil. Yeah, it's evil everywhere. See, this evil is the reason why we have to redeem the time. Yeah. I was on the net yesterday and I saw where a young father, because his two-month-old baby is crying at, at midnight, he decided to use his cloth anger to whip the child, whip the child until um, they had to amputate the, the one hand of the child. This is this is just evil. Everybody knows that cry is synonymous to babies. If you can't be a father, then why start the process? You know? So these are just pure demonstrations of evil. If you cannot bear the cry of a child, how would you bear the, the cry of an adult? You know, what was just running through my mind is the, the fact that if he could, you know, beat a child, a two-month-old child, at that time of the day, what would he have been doing to his wife? Do you understand? So it's, it, the evil is just so much. You hear, you know, of people who they, they, all they want is a child, and so whatsoever means it takes them, they don't mind going uh, thousands of kilometers to kidnap a, child, a, a newborn baby, bring it home, and then call it their own. You know, the evil is just so much. In, in, in the family, we see uh, brothers against brothers, sisters against sisters, you know. Uh, even uh, husband against wife, wife against husband, in-laws against, you know, it's just, the stories are just multiplying. It, it's not on us to be, to be asking God, when, when, when are you coming? Jesus, Jesus, we can't wait for you to come. Come, come today, come today, come today. No, we have the responsibility to also redeem time. How far are we going as a family to redeem the time? You know, when the disciples of Jesus asked him about this, Second come. Mm. He said it's not in your in, in my power to tell you so, that's not information required for you. In in, in our in our terms, it's yeah. not your business. It's not your business. Yeah. All he just said was occupy till I come. Mm. Our responsibility now is occupy till he comes. Which is what? Keep redeeming time. the time. Mm. And yeah, it's not easy. This morning again I woke up and I'm like Jesus coming. 
you know, sometimes I just say, don't Jesus come because when you see the enormity of the work, the, the, the quantity of you, you, you sometimes I think about the church of Jesus, think about the Lord, and I'm like, oh, Jesus just come, come and come and just end this whole thing for us. Mm. But that's a quick, quick exit we're looking for, mm. you know, an easy way out. It's going to come when this time will come. But if it comes, we have our work to do. Redeem the times. We have to keep redeeming the times. And you start it from your family. Yeah. And before you know from your family, it extends out. It extends out. Yeah. You don't know the little influence your kids can have on other kids. Yeah. You know that it looks like it's the evil influence around the ground page. Uh, yeah. But let the influence of the light of the gospel mm. keep coming into your feet. Mm. You don't know the day the influence a kid outside. Mm. You may never know. You may never know. It may just be one word to tell the kid that the child's life is just changed forever. Mm. So it's important. Very, very important. We, we redeem the times. Uh, you know, I want to take you back to the garden again. You know, if um, the first family had given their time to, although there was no time, you know, in, in operation at that time, but if they had given their their existence, you know, to redeeming all of it, uh-huh. you know, uh, they wouldn't have had opportunity to discuss, especially from Eve, discuss with the devil concerning God's instruction. Uh-huh. You know, it, it shows that when you are not diligent with God's instruction, you will soon start deliberating God's instruction with the devil. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's either you're diligent or you're deliberating. deliberating. Mm. And there's no way you can deliberate and end up doing it as you should. No. I mean, there's a, the, the deliberation has always has a way of watering down, making you make compromises and the rest of them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So diligence to God's instruction is very important for us in redeeming the time we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It is very important. If you are not busy redeeming the time like we referred, Redeeming the time is the same thing as uh, occupying till it comes. Mm-hmm. If you are not occupied, it means that you are idle. Yeah. And it is commonly said that an idle man is what? The devil's, the devil's workshop. workshop. Yeah. So, as a family, we need to give ourselves, you know, occupation on how we want to be redeeming the time. Yeah. You know? Um, okay, uh, hey son, you'll be the one taking um, uh, praise and worship. You know, so every time it's time for devotion, you have to lead us in praise and worship. Hey, daughter, you are, you, are, you are the one to call us to prayer, you know. So every time we are, uh, before going to bed, uh, find a good time and we all come for prayers, you know. Just get yourselves occupied. And also, roll it in. You get, you get, you have to also, also get to point where we start sharing scriptures for them to exalt on. Yes. Among, among the kids, share scriptures. For us to exalt, for them to exalt, you know. Hey, um, John, you are going to exalt us on John chapter three, verse sixteen. Mary, you are going to exalt. Us. Just share scriptures. The more they begin to exalt on scriptures, the more they begin to. I mean, start with just they can only exalt for five days, but let them start. They will see the need to study more. They will see the need to go deeper. And before you know, you are raising students of the world. I think, I think, and there's also something that, you know, comes to mind again. I remember the encounter we had uh, when we came to this um, mission field. There's this particular um, uh, family, uh, the woman runs a, a school, you know, and while discussing, she made us understand that her, you know, one of her kids, the, 
Ederson, you know, he likes uh, fellowship kind of mm. things and like that. And we're like, oh, I think it would be good. Why don't you send him over to us sometimes for, you know, to groom him in the word of God and the rest. And she was like, no, 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 I don't want any of my children to be pastors. I don't want any, ah, I don't want pastors suffer a lot and all that, you know. But we we, we saw that um, she had, she has, a, she has stamped her, her feet on the fact that, um, when you give your children uh, over to the study of the word of God, then it means that you are making them, uh, you are making a pastor out of them, mm. you are making a preacher out of them. Well, it's because she lacks understanding of redeeming the time. Exactly. Because by the help of the Holy Spirit, uh, we grew up, you know, just loving the Lord, um, you know, exercising ourselves through the word of God and every other spiritual activity, not necessarily because we saw ourselves as as pastors you know but these things help the kids to grow well at the, at the end of the day is it that they are they find themselves in the work of the ministry as you know frontliners as pastors but in one way or the other we all perform ministry exactly. you know as children of god exactly so there's no loss you know in fact you do your child uh, a great undoing when you withdraw them from going deeper in the word of god when they are hungry for it yeah because the time is coming that the pressures of life the evil of the days will make it impossible for them to really sit down to want to eat the world exactly that that that, that i felt sorry for her decision but there's nothing we could do there's nothing we could do because um she she is where she is today because of some decisions she made and you know, sometimes we don't know that we are where we have got decisions to make. And when we're making the same decisions for our children, we don't know we are endangering them. Some of the times you think that it's just all about having all your needs met, and that's what there is to life. But no, it's more than that. It's far more than that. Your your value to heaven will be the greatest value you ever have. Yes. And some of the times we just think that okay, I have the money, I'll give to some. Um, kingdom project, give to some church project, and that is all. Mm. Yeah, it's good to give the money, but God needs you more than the money. Exactly. God needs you more than the money. Mm. Because when God has you, it's all there is he wants. Yeah. I know of a particular person who, who was so given to the work of the Lord, sold out to the, to the Lord, you know, in the same fellowship I attended. And and in the same fellowship I attended and then um, at the end of the day he, he went to the university he got a very good job but still sold out to the Lord and he's doing well in his job and still serving the Lord so it doesn't mean that everybody will be a pulpit preacher exactly you know it doesn't mean that everybody will be evangelist pastor apostle um, prophet and every of those um, every of the five-fold ministers um, leadership offices in the, in, the, in the kingdom of God. But everybody, everybody can be given all out for God. Yes. You know, in that place of work, your level of being grounded in the word of God is going to help you. Yes. You don't know who you're going to save. Mm. You don't know whose destiny you're going to... I believe so much in the end time of God that is going beyond the walls of yes. the building of the church. Mm. Yeah. It's going into the marketplace. Mm. In fact, if you look at uh, the Azusa Revival, it was a marketplace revival. Mm. It was a marketplace revival. You see, we, we, when I hear people say revival, revival, they, like, they've not really studied on this revival, so they don't understand what revival really entails. 
if we are still coming inside the four walls every time, we are not yet reviving. Mm. As well as reviving, people will close their shops to come and pray. Mm. It was a marketplace revival. And that is what the end time move of God is all about again. Back to the marketplace. Mm. You are at your office desk and a, 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 a customer comes to meet you. And as a customer comes to meet you, you are attending to the customer and suddenly the Holy Spirit is in your heart. This person has a kidney problem. And you tell the person, please, would you mind I pray with you? They say, yes, no problem. And you tell the person, um, you actually have a kidney problem. This is, this is, this. And give the person, by word of knowledge, give the person what the Holy Spirit is telling you. And before you know, you are praying for the person, the person gets healed. Mm. <laughs> you, you don't need to be a pastor to do that. Mm. I know the truth is that the problems are all outside, majorly, majorly in the marketplace. They are out there. And we have to meet those problems yeah. out there. But if we are not grooming ourselves for this, it might be also a story of a particular lawyer who there was a particular case that nobody in his chamber could win. And that case was on for years. It was actually a, a, an issue that they said the defendant was claiming that the plaintiff, their business there was causing so much noise and vibration that according to um, what they call this the geologist, they said that if they continue with that noise, um, in about five years, their, the defendant's building will be destroyed and everything will scatter and everything. Like so the case was lingering on. And they, 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 they were on that matter. So they, 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 there was this Christian brother who was in that chamber who they didn't really like. So they gave him that matter to punish him. As they took the matter, as they gave him matter, everybody was laughing. They said, ah, they are in for it. The guy knew what they meant. They meant to ruin his career. But he kept praying and asking him, Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are the one who solves every problem. Solve this problem for me. Solve this problem for me, Holy Spirit. You know that they want to mess me up. Or just some he was asking Lord, asking Lord, asking Lord, because the his is they were they were for the plaintiff, and they had done no all the plenty legal talk they can talk, it wasn't working. And you know what happened? As he was praying and praying and praying, you know what happened? The Holy Spirit opened his eye, and he saw that according to the geological report, they stated that in five years the defendant's building will be destroyed and everything about them will be destroyed in their business or something like that. But this case had lingered on for 10 yes. years. Ah, we don't understand what you're saying. Five years. 10 years. 10 years. Ah. <laughs> That's what the Lord just opened his eye to see. Mm. He didn't need to talk any legal. He wasn't a pastor. Gymnastic. But he was not a pastor. He wasn't a preacher. He wasn't a preacher. He was somebody that, you know, uh, by training, you know, being in an environment where he was taught to redeem the time. He was able to be useful to his, his establishment. So, as he went to court, when they just started talking, the defendants' lawyer started again and started making the noise, bamboo, bamboo, bamboo. Before I said, wait, my, my, uh, my lord, before he starts talking, let me say something. As he just said, according to the geological, because the facts are there now, ten years fact. Can you change it now? According to the geological study, they defendant, defendant, they said that the geologist said that it's not we talking now. It's their own statement. In five years, their building will be destroyed if our client continues operation there. My Lord, how many years has my client continued operation? Ten years. Case closed. <laughs> that was the end of the case. My brothers, my sisters, we need the redeeming of the time in everything we do. In everything. Yes. Don't say, 
um, Bible studies is for pastors, mm. or knowing more of the Word of God is for people that want to be evangelists mm. or teachers or preachers. No, you need it in that business office. Yes, I can also give you my own testimony too. You need it. Mm. When I worked as an auditor, I saw that I needed it, and it worked for me time and again. Yeah. You need it. We all need it. We all need it. Yeah. Yes, it's good to have pastors over your life, but man, there are some situations that you come into where you that you are alone with the devil, mm-hmm. and you have to stand your ground in Christ. Yeah. No pastor there for you, no prophet there for you, nobody to, to, to pray, for, pray for you. You have to do it on your own then. That's where redeeming the time comes in. So please, we ask, um, in, when you're in a relationship, redeem the time. The time you're supposed to be used to grow yourself spiritually, don't use it for any other thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we want we want to actually go all out on outings and every of that. We're not against those things, but the time for prayer, don't use it for outing. Yes. The time for word study, don't use it for outing. Mm. Redeem the time. You will have all the time to go all out when you get married. Mm. You know what I'm saying? God blessing you, God providing for you. You have time to go on out. You know what I'm saying? But that time you have it before the marriage, that's when you need to lay the right foundation. Redeem the time. And then in marriage, when you now get married, before the kids start coming, start redeeming the time also. So redeeming the time is progressive. It's progressive. For as long as we are here on earth, mm-hmm. our role is to continue to occupy it in the country. Yeah. Our mission is to continue to redeem 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 as much as we can no room for wastage praise mm. god yeah and then uh, so verse 17 because our time is fast spending the end of it the big part says but understanding what the will of the lord is okay so redeeming the time um you know it's it it requires wisdom okay and uh, this wisdom is what makes us know the will of god exactly you cannot redeem what you don't know. No, 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 no. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll continue, uh, you know, from verse 18 where we understand the place of the Holy Spirit more. Yeah. Okay, so we have more more, more talks on um, the uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit and the family. But it's important for us to know that the will of God is, is, is connected to our uh, willingness to redeem the time. Knowing the will of God. What you get uh, use your time for, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it, it, determine, it determines if you actually um, get towards fulfilling the will of God or your, your selfish um, desires. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we must, we must you know, uh, walk in the light of God to know uh, what is the will of God and be diligent about it. Until we do this, we can't be said to be redeeming the time. Yeah. You have to possess the light of God, you have to do what? Know his will, you know, per, per time and uh, for every given situation and then operate with it diligently so that you can successfully redeem the time. This is our role as um, spouses, as, as a family, you know, and um, for everyone concerned, yeah. even as a single. Yeah. Call. Uh, any, any word for closure? Um, that, that says it all, you know, um, the will of, of God is paramount. Very that important. says um, Romans 12 verse 2, be not conformed to this world, but you transform by the will of your mind, that you may know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yes. The characteristics of the will of God is that it is good, number one, mm. number two is acceptable to God, mm. and then it is perfect, mm. because it's from God. Now, 
that is the basis on which we run our lives. If you are not concerned about the will of God, you are actually concerned about your own will. Exactly. And the end result of um, your self-will. own will, selfhood, is what Adam and Eve suffer. Mm. So every time we are concerned about our selfhood, we always get that end result. Mm. You see that they are going to eat from the sweat of your face. You are going to be, um, you know, subject to nature instead of you be, um, subjecting nature. Eating in sorrow. Eating in sorrow. Sweats. Eating from the field, which means you have to go all out and mm. compete and hustle and have no relevance, no place. You are not standing out. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. So, but when the will of God comes in and is paramount, you don't. You, you eat in pleasure. Mm. You live in pleasure. You enjoy all that God has for you. Mm. So if it is. The only thing you can do in your life is just to just keep knowing and doing the will of God. You have done the best thing you can ever do. For yourself as an individual, for your spouse, for your children. Just keep knowing and being diligent to do the will of God. You have done the best thing. It's not rated by who has the biggest car, or who has the finest house, or who has more connection. It's rated by who has done the will. Praise God. And this brings us to the end of this episode. I believe you've received something from the Lord today that you can also uh, implement in your family and together we join the, the mission of redeeming the time uh, for our family and you know, for the family at large. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Let's take a word of prayer. Today. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for another time. You have blessed us again. We thank you for another word that has come to our spirit. We ask Lord. And we receive the grace to be exact. Amen. The grace to be precise. Amen. And the grace to be diligent. Yes, Lord. In doing your will. Yes, Lord. By so doing, redeeming the times. Mm. As families, as individuals, as spouses, yes, Lord. as parents, yes, Lord. as children. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you very much for your time. God bless you. Today uh, is uh, day 17, and um, the journey is getting closer and closer. It's a uh, 21 days experience. So, thank you for following us thus far. If you missed anyone previously, please, uh, we advise you to go for them so that uh, we can all move together as uh, you know in, in unity. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much for your time. Have a blessed day. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR, send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. Your 
out there you've not made jesus your lord and personal savior um i would want to invite you to make this decision it's the best decision you can make in your life and i encourage you to do it now if you want to make this decision please say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i come to you today i know that i'm a sinner i know that you died for me and on calvary's tree you shed your blood to take away my sins jesus i surrender my life to you today I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimri and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimrioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through chimdiwahunaministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.